Welcome to Baptist Vices. This podcast is designed to engage the Baptist community in challenging thought. We hope to not just promote negative propaganda that is raised against Baptist thought, but to biblically analyze some of these thoughts and provide biblical solutions. We hope you enjoy today's program. And now your host, Dr. Steve Dameron. Welcome to Baptist Vices Christmas Edition. Doc is in the house giving out presents. Or if you want, you can look at our website, especially the seminary one now that we have that PayPal button. (laughs) Give us a Christmas present. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Just a moment. We're going to have Evangelist Calvin Allen. I was doing a recording of it, and I said Alvin. All right, which reminded me of the chipmunks, but that's not him. It's Calvin Allen, and he's going to be on. He just got back from a trip to Israel, from Israel. He went to Israel and toured a bunch of things, and so he's going to talk about that. Uh, He was able to look out uh, above Bethlehem, and he said even God must have worked that out because there was shepherds watching their flocks. And it wasn't by night, but they were watching their flocks. And there's other things, just some perspective of being there in Israel. And so it's a Christmas edition. Hopefully you enjoy it. We entitle it Bah Humbug. For those of you that don't like Christmas, well, you can not listen to it. But we love Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. And as we come to an end of 2022, may God's blessing be upon you. Looking forward to a great 2023. Well, it's great to have Evangelist Calvin Allen with us. And our first, our Christmas edition is the Bah Humbug Christmas edition. So Merry Christmas, Calvin Allen. Merry Christmas. And so you just got back from Israel on a trip. And was this your first trip? This was my first trip, but hopefully not my last trip to Israel. Amen. And so why don't you just share some first perspectives, and then I'll try to throw in some questions to you here and there. Absolutely. So, you know, first and foremost, it it was so interesting because of the geography. And I think one of the biggest things that I'd heard from folks who had gone before, and I don't even think I realized it, but it was the proximity of everything to each other. Like the closeness? Exactly. Okay. And so you don't realize you know, Bethlehem is, you know, only a little way south and a little bit east or west of uh, of Jerusalem itself, where yep. we actually began. Yep. And uh, you just don't realize where everything is. And, you know, of course, by today's standards, it's a short journey, but by Bible standards, it's, it's not as short of a journey. But um, that was one of the things that really shocked me was how, how close everything was um, together. And um, it really put into a lot of perspective, even the the perspective of the wise men coming from the east. Okay. And I always picture, um, you know, this great, almost from the far east journey. Mm-hmm. But when you look where Babylon was, which is most likely where they came from, and yeah. um, I'm of the belief that Daniel and, and back to those days of the, 
the exile is where they would have gotten their truth. And, and it was very evident they knew some scriptures um, by yes. how they uh, spoke to King Herod. And so, um, but then when I put into perspective, it's okay, Babylon is right near Iraq. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, you know what? That, that, that's not too far to travel. <laughs> right. And uh, it's far, again, in, in, of course, in our terms and in, with cars and airplanes and everything else. But um, it just really, as I went, I tried to keep a map with me and in front of me, uh, whether it was on my phone or in the back yeah. of my Bible, and just kind of give me a really good view of what uh, what was going on in those um, different areas. And so that, that was really an eye-opening perspective for me because when I saw a lot of these cities and I thought, okay, this only happened this far away from here and Bethlehem is here and Nazareth, yeah. is, you know, Nazareth is here. And so um, it really brought alive those Christmas stories. And yeah. we didn't go to Bethlehem proper. We did go to an area that overlooked Bethlehem. Yes. There's some tension there. And, and so we weren't allowed, allowed yeah. to go there at this time. But you could, you could almost see there's an area called the Shepherd's Field. Yes, right. That's what was it, amazing to me is those Shepherd's Fields, looking at yeah. those. And we were very fortunate. They were just blocks. No we, way. Almost, uh, almost like the Lord put them right there oh, awesome. for us. And so uh, we got to see flocks. Of course, we got to see some of the Bedouins' flocks, but also yeah. um, some of the Israelites, uh, some of the Jewish people with their flocks as well. So it was pretty amazing to see and have a picture in my mind what that night must have been when the angel appeared uh, to those shepherds and say, yeah, come see, he was born king of the Jews. He's in, yes. you know, uh, Bethlehem. So that, that was very powerful for me. Yes. So I'm going to pause you there because I know you weren't able to see it, but um, what a misconception I had when I went to Bethlehem the first time was I had this nativity scene, you know, with the makeshift um, <laughs> barn and all that. And more than likely, the shepherds, it was a cave that would have been almost underground. And I just, sure. it just, I was like, wait a minute. I, I, now I got to build a cave for my nativity scene. <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> does. You know, it, 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 it right. wrecks your theology or uh, our illustration right. sometimes to see. Um, you know, the actual place like, oh, okay, now I have a clearer picture in my mind right. what that must have looked like. So I get it. All right. So in comparison, so Jerusalem, I mean, I think about that, you know, most of the time we're still thinking about the birth of Christ, even when Jesus came down and I know he was 12 years old or whatever, um, when he came to the temple or actually, yeah, you yeah, it was 12 years Correct. old. So when he came to the temple, so that was right there too in Jerusalem. And just the, what still amazes me when I go there and when you study the history, which I'm sure you were reading all of it because uh, that's oh, what yeah. I do. I'm just reading and reading, reading and trying to get a perspective. Well, there's a hustle and bustle there in Jerusalem. And so to think of Jesus coming in there and their family, their extended family coming in, it also put into perspective how Jesus could have been left. You know, how could you do that? Well, the hustle and bustle, even when, I don't know if you ran through the um, alleyways of Jerusalem. Did you, were you able to yeah. go through it? Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's just amazing. I mean, like, oh yeah, you could lose a kid here pretty, pretty. pretty. Yeah. And when you, when you think of the fact that, you know, because Nazareth 
is north. Oh yeah. Of of Jerusalem. Yep. And so again, by today's standards, not very long, but by their standards, mm-hmm. there would have been thousands of worshippers coming from yeah from that Gal- region yes, of exactly. Galilee coming down, and yep. so you know three times a year they were coming to the temple here. And, yes. And to worship and and you think our guy kind of put it into perspective a little bit and he said, you know, dad probably thought he wasn't with mom. Right. And mom probably thought he was with dad. Right. You know, and they were both right or wrong. And, um, right. And so it's like, could you imagine it, it gave a new perspective also of them having to turn around. Oh, and yeah. it, you know, it, this is a mountainous region. Yes, and so you're going through these valleys and up the mountains, and Jerusalem itself is a high city, and it's like, you know, it it really gets your perspective going on, you know, losing Jesus and having to go backwards, and how they must have been worried, you know, what happened, where is he, yep. um, you know, he's now been gone three days, and we have to get back here. Not only are we tired and worn out, but now. You know, he, we find him in the temple, and he's teaching as one having authority, of course, and the doctors are stunned by his knowledge. But yeah. their human minds are saying, where were you? Why weren't you with this person? Of course, he gives the, the awesome perspective of he must be about his father's business. Yep. And yeah. I think, you know, that was almost a reality check statement, again, for Mary and Joseph. Yes. That he was about his father's business yeah this is the reason for the nativity yeah this and and i mean think about this so he came as john proclaimed later he's the lamb of god yeah so as he was in the temple on the temple mount and the place where abraham has brought isaac his only begotten son one day and now he is on the same mount teaching and you know, in the temple here, and he is really in the place where the lamb is going to be slain, the place of sacrifice, and he, I think, is a reality check too, reminding them, this is why I came here. Yep. I am the lamb of God. I am the Messiah. Yep. All right, so we've, we've talked a little bit about the, the southern region, I guess, Judea. So now let's go up to Galilee and... Um, you weren't able to necessarily go into Nazareth, but I'm sure that there was a perspective. All right, let me get your first perspective as far as um, what what was what's the contrast between the Jerusalem region and Galilee to you? Let me see what, just that. <laughs> so you know, Jerusalem is obviously a lot more populated. Yep. Um, there's a lot more going on. There's mm-hmm. a lot more. Um, even histor- historically, there's a lot more going on just because, you know, when you look at the city of Jerusalem, it's, yeah. it's really the most ransacked city in the yes. history of mankind. And so there's a lot going on in Jerusalem. It's very um, uh, divided, if you will, even denominationally, it's divided. Yeah, you're um, right. The Abrahamic religion. Yes. And so Nazareth, in the present time, it's, it's an Arab city. And so there's some limitations on where you can and cannot go. We actually went to what is known as Nazareth Precipice. Oh, yeah. And yep. that is, if you're familiar, that's the point where they were about to throw yep. Jesus off of the cliff. Yep. And so that's kind of our vantage point. 
Uh, we also, you know, you have to picture this city a lot smaller, of course, in the day of Christ than it was then. Um, but it was, it was, it was very interesting because, you know, that's where he really not tried to start his ministry, but there was some ministry there. Yes. But then he used the phrase, a prophet is not without honor save in his own country. And he really didn't do anything great in Nazareth. Yeah. Uh, so it was interesting to see, though, you know, and, it's, and of course, uh, the same thing with us. And I thought it was very funny because our guide, who happened to be a Jewish believer, he said, this little phrase has actually made its way. It's a New Testament phrase, but it's actually made its way into Jewish vernacular about uh, a prophet is not without honor, but his own country. Huh. And so they have a saying that's very similar. And there was one or two of them. I don't remember the other one that they used as a part of their current vernacular, and they don't realize that it's actually a New Testament saying. So I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, but Nazareth, you know, one of the things that's interesting about it is Nazareth. It's a very high city as well. Yes, so you have to travel up to get to it, and it's right. It's overlooking the Jezreel Valley. Mm. And it's overlooking Megiddo in particular, where the Lord's final battle will take place. And so it just kind of spoke to me as I was there about, you know, the Lord did battle there as a, as a young man of ministry, if you want to use those terms. Mm -hmm. And they were ready to throw him out. And they, he, he really didn't, humanly speaking, look like he had much victory there. Yeah. But then, overlooking into this valley is where ultimately according to revelation he is going to get the ultimate victory yeah and even though the world will try to cast him out like just like they did in nazareth uh he is coming back and he will be the victor and so that was kind of one of the things that spoke to my heart in in nazareth there yes and then now what uh was very i'm trying to think of when i was there i think it was yes it was 2020 so the last time i was there was actually February of 2020, so two and a half wow. years ago. We actually, so you'll find this interesting. So I was with a church group taking them and leading them through, and the guide kept on telling us, hey, just so you know, um, uh, here's an update on coronavirus. And we were like, who cares? Who cares? And he kept wow. on doing this. So, um you know, now looking back, you know, he was just trying to, and, and then when you know that Israel basically shut down for uh, almost a year, I mean, they just shut down, like the whole, you know, right. the whole country. Well, he kept on telling us, we we're like, ah, don't worry, oh, I don't worry. Well, then <laughs> on our on our trip, we went to, you know, Jerusalem, we went to Bethlehem, then we went up to Galilee. Well, he, while we were there, they shut Bethlehem down. They shut it down as in they would allow nobody in there. Then they shut um, uh, some of the sites in Jerusalem, but we had already seen them. We're like, ah, don't worry. <laughs> and so they're wow. shutting sites behind us. And we're after we were on the plane, we're like, we're lucky we got on this plane to get out of here. Um, but that's when, when we when went. When was that? That was in February of 2020. And we landed okay. like February, I can't remember, or we might have landed March 2nd or something. Well, then... Two or three days later, the whole nation of Israel shut down. Right. So my church actually went over 
they must have been there the same time you were. <laughs> so they and barely get out gone, too, right? <laughs> they barely got out. They came back. I think they flew back February 27th. Yep. So we were there about the same time. And so he said the same thing. They were shutting down, I think, Jericho when they were there. Yep. They had shut down Jericho. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, that's pretty uh, – I yep. could not imagine being there at that time. <laughs> well, but, so. what, but what was interesting is, so when we went up to Galilee, you know – you have the hustle and bustle of Jerusalem. And I can just remember a couple of mornings just going out and sitting on the Sea of Galilee and praying. Oh, yeah. And the peacefulness. Yeah. The peacefulness that's there. Um, yeah. And just uh, uh, it, it does make you ponder and, you know, thinking about Christ being there. And all that, yeah. it, it does make you very introspective at that time. It's very moving, very moving. Absolutely. We were we were there, and, and exactly like you said, we were it was such a smaller, you know, the small town feel of those areas, which is usually more, I mean, just lends itself to more, being more contemplative. And, yep. you know, as you're sitting there on the Sea of Galilee, I, I think at one moment we were taking the boat tour on the Sea of Galilee. Okay. And I just looked to, I was, I was, one of my pastor friends was um, my roommate for the week, and he actually was the one that invited me on the trip. And I said, "Can you believe this? We're here. Yep, we're on this. We're, we're Jesus walked on the water, <laughs> and Amen. we are here, and it's just so peaceful. Yep, and you know the scriptures are just, scriptures are just coming alive, and uh, it was an amazing experience. But like you said, it, it just sitting you're sitting there, and it's such a calm place, and yep. Um, you know, but Jesus knowing again, he's going to go back. He's got to go back to Jerusalem. Amen. And there's a lot of miracles that took place around Galilee. More miracles took place there, and of course, Capernaum, and, yes, and so many different things that happened there. But it was, it was, it was definitely a peaceful place. That was definitely something I noticed. And and yet, in his mind, he he knows he's got to go to the cross. He's got to go back to Jerusalem here. Amen. Well, well, we'll so. close. We'll close this one out. This is our Christmas bah humbug edition of Baptist Vices, um, and just, uh, I'm glad that you were able to go, um, especially around this Christmas time. I'm sure it's just made it come alive, just thinking about Christ coming uh, to this earth, because you walked it now, and he came to this earth eventually to die on that cross, and I'm sure you visited, you know, the different sites, the different, you know, the, there's arguments on where, um, and I remember being over there saying, you know, it really doesn't matter to me where, and it really doesn't matter to me where uh, they think the tomb is because it's empty anyways. And exactly. but, what, but what's important to me is, but I know, I know it did happen. I mean, it's it just those, the naysayers that are out there that say it didn't happen. I just, I mean, look at all this. I mean, you, you have yeah. nations and you have people traveling from, um, you know, even even when you're there, I mean, different parts are being shut down because there's still um, there's still unrest, but people still want to yep. be there because it does mean yep. something. So, exactly, does mean something. So, uh, thanks for joining us for this edition of Baptist Vices and Merry Christmas.
Thank you for listening to Baptist Vices. We trust you were challenged to find a biblical path for navigating through some differences within Baptist churches. Join your host, Dr. Steve Dameron, next week for another engaging podcast. May God richly bless you.